get with the programming I'm chasing. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grumler. Wolverine. Two for two, baby. Look at you just beating people into the chat. Two we're just first two. online here. We're in here before everyone else gets here and starts talking shit about how we're not ready on time. Yeah, we're right. fucking on time today. That's right. Can't believe they didn't have Greg on. I know. I know. Although we didn't advertise that we were. <laughs> no, totally. God, but no. dude, that'd be great. Maybe one day, maybe when this is all said and done, we will have done enough reteaching, rekindling of the CrossFit spirit that Greg will come on this show one day. That would be cool. And I would have no idea what to say. <laughs> no, I would. I've had enough yeah. conversation with him one-on-one -on -one and in person over the yeah. years. That it'll be just I, fine. I, it, what would be interesting would be the switch from his take on what it was mm -hmm. and, you know, what we are, you know, rekindling yeah. to where he is now with the idea of, you know, the big sugar, the big pharma, the mm -hmm. bad science, the all that stuff that he is kind of going to. And I wonder if any of the new thought process that he has with that mm -hmm. would adjust what he would think on if he kind of went back to like fitness stuff like all right well so with your new thought process does mm. that change i know i would know, love to see very function movements under high intensity i don't know yeah I, I would love to see we'll go through it and what this is is uh you know this crossfit journal book club welcome back everyone Hi, happy guys. thursday yes oh happy thursday uh we're gonna go through the crossfit journal article that is simply called an interview with coach glassman and this was 19 years ago, as, uh, coming up in January 20, which is wild. Yeah. January 2003 yeah. was when this yeah. article came out. And today will be a little bit different because, you know, we'll, in the past articles, we've highlighted some important things. Hey, you need to know this, or this is a red flag, or this is a really blue important po point. And today, I'm not going to go through and, like, say what's good and bad. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to ask the question, read the answer, and then react as... Uh, how we see it nearly 20 years later personally uh, with our journey through CrossFit as well. I mean, you've been around since in this space, what, since say, five, 2005? Um, well, actually, I mean, like heavy duty into it, yeah. like 2005, 2006, okay. but I mean, introduced to it 2002. Um, L1 into L1 into it 2007. Nice. So, so been around the game. <laughs> been I've been around the game. I've, I've been around a little bit. I've been around the block a few times. Been around the block a few times. Hey Graham, what's up, dude? Thanks for joining in. Almost one year playing a bit of catch up. Yeah. Love it. Um, I hope you guys, as we're talking with this stuff too, what I want I hope you guys <laughs> do is you put your answers in the in the in the the comments. So whenever we get on those questions, if there are things that yeah. you remember or, or like put some things up there that we can like cut out and, and talk. The, uh, honestly, we probably, if we would have gotten our stuff, our shit together, our stuff together, um, this would be a great show to do a call in show. Oh, dang you it. Know? But like, we're just, we're almost there. We're not quite there yet. We always talk about it. We just haven't done it. And these things pop up. So anyway, when you do, when you when we answer, when we talk to question, mm -hmm. you guys throw some of your comments in there so we can put those things up because I think it's going to be this is a good one. It's a lot of good, a lot yeah. of good like basic CrossFit cult chatter mm. on this one. Mm -hmm. One important thing to note before we get started is that today, November seventeenth, about eighty days prior to it ever happening in in the past. 
Right. <laughs> you can now register for the Open for the CrossFit Games, which I already did. It's the Look only way I'm going to get on page one, Bill. It's okay. <laughs> it's the only time. I think I'm usually one of the last people to sign up. I just I I know I'm in, but I just I'm always one of the last people. To sign yeah, up. I mean, I was having this conversation with Becky Harsh. Do you know who Becky is Team Judgment Tall? Oh yeah, Burnett. Yeah. Um, we had this conversation. Is that it's a weird, unique trait about CrossFitters? Is that we are so hardworking, dedicated, disciplined individuals for the most part, yet we are the last people to sign up for anything. Totally. <laughs> for anything, whether it's a nutrition challenge at the gym, a local of CrossFit event, you know, for you, you know, and your I buddy, can't get people or to the sign open. up for a potluck. What people are going to be bringing to a potluck yeah. for our gym, right? Let alone anything like They'll that. They'll show up, but they'll make you sweat it out for the next totally. three months. Yeah. Yeah, Becky's awesome. That's right, Patrick. Yeah, I mean, she's seminar staff flow master. She says L1s, L2s. Obviously, I have a good connection with her through being on staff together. We swam, so we can always lean on that a little bit. Totally. Aquarius is your second open. Oh, dang. Oh. Any, does anyone here in the chat so far, all 33 of you sitting here hanging out with us, has anyone never done it? And either a product of you are new to CrossFit or that you either don't want to or nervous about signing up. I'd love to see any of you newbies, those rookies out there, and uh, get to know a little reason don't why. Be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared about it. If you haven't, we're not going to talk shit on you. Just, just, just Oh, no, we want to encourage you. Jump in the water. Craig, my second as well. Okay, cool. I love it. I love it. Gosh, what this will be? We all have commitment <laughs> issues. Yeah, that's right, Austin. <laughs> They're just manifested in different ways. Harold, okay, never done it. Now, have you been in CrossFit for a while, or just uh, this is your first time? I'd love. I'd be curious. Man, you're right. This should have been a call-in show. Damn it. I know. New to CrossFit, Corey. All right, all okay. right. Well, let's go. So this is what okay. uh, 2011 was the first time. Twelve. So this would be twelfth. The 12th year? Can you believe it's been 12 years since the Open first started? I remember when it first started, there was so much. I mean, we, we love to, like, have our drama and all of our clamor and everyone, like, the mm. world's coming to an end, the sky's <laughs> falling and everything, all the cheaters. Everyone. Man, there was so much. Dude, you talk about a revolt. When oh, they took away man. sectionals. Was, <laughs> like how, I mean, it's funny now thinking about it where it's like back then mm -hmm. we it was it seemed like it was the biggest deal. And now it's like, how could we not have this thing? I know. And it's it doesn't matter what it is. It's always been that way. It's always been one. There's one twist. What? How can you do that? You can't. It's impossible. It'll worst ever. Mm hmm. And then, then you can't not have it that way. It's so funny. Yeah. All right. Look at okay, Harold. On and off for two or three years. Give it a shot, dude. If you found an affiliate, do it, do it with your affiliate. If not, find one and jump in there. Brian, working on join my free. Yeah, dude. Get in a box, Brian. I've never have. Brian, it's awesome. Uh, uh, th those guys that you had that haven't done it, Harold um, and and uh, Brian. Have you guys ever done like a? 10k run or a half marathon or anything like that mm. Just put up in chat if you guys have ever done fun run 5k turkey yeah, trot fun run thing whatever any any of those things pay to go to a water park <laughs> <laughs> um the reason i always ask that because i i feel it's the same thing a lot of times 
people don't want to sign up because the the comment is like, well, I'm not very good. I'm not going to do very good. I'm not going to this. I'm not going to that. Mm -hmm. But they will put all kinds of money into 10Ks, fun runs, triathlons, bike rides, whatever. And it's like, well, did you think you were going to win those? Well, hell no. Mm. Well, then why? How is it stopping anything? Yeah. Like it's the exact same thing. Same thing. And I mean, everyone is in it together. I I have... I have not seen or heard that someone does the open and then they get shunned by the group that they're with for doing the open. <laughs> it never happens. Like it becomes like a, Hey yeah. man, welcome. Like hell you're, yeah. You're cutting your teeth on this. It's a good time. It it's like the regular workouts. It's shitty during mm -hmm. and it's awesome after. Yeah. Which is really cool. Looking forward to catching up later. Yes. What's up, Ray? Thanks for hopping in while you can. Corey Leonard. They got me. Sign up. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> but really, if, if you guys have never done it, it, it's it. If you're into any level of fitness for your life, which you should be, and if it's cross it or not, the open is your fitness physical, your annual fitness checkup. Where am I at? And then at the end, you kind of decide where you want to be. And what I love about the open is that the open for 99.99% of us, has nothing to do with the CrossFit games themselves. It is all to do with our personal journey through this landscape of just being fit for the rest of our lives. And what we like to do in the open, what I love is that it really makes me face a difficult fitness mirror sometimes of like, yeah, I have a... I haven't been working on that and you got me this time. And maybe if I don't want to feel like this next year, I'll work on it for the next 364 days. And I, I personally love the challenge. I love some of that personal exposure. Some people don't, but if you really are, I would say this, if you're terrified of signing up, you're terrified of the open, you're terrified of putting yourself out there. Those are three reasons why you actually should do it. Get out of your I, comfort I, zone, get in there, mix it up, find something new about yourself. Because the thing I hate the most is having unknown about my myself, my person. I hate that. I love knowing where I stand with myself. And if I don't know that, if I have this uncertainty about my life or my where I fit in the world, that drives me crazy. And I think that is a reason to face those hard things. Yeah, I... I, I... My favorite thing about the open is not the fact that it like you get to test your fitness. I mean, yeah, you do. And it, I mean, there's, you know, did you get better? Like if they do a repeat, did you get better? Mm. You know, like all of a sudden you come in and you, like your, your score is worse. Well, you're not testing in a vacuum necessarily. There's a lot of variables that go into that. You know, how much rest and did you have a kid and do you have a new job and stress and blah, 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 all that stuff. But mm. what my favorite thing about this is, um, is the fact that as adults we get very used to our comfort zone mm. our our routines our landscape we we come to the even if we even if we come to the gym we come to the gym we do our thing no one knows anything about what we're doing or not doing even if we have a coach that's in our face all the time whichever but generally speaking we're just in our own little world and we're never ruffled or tested not so much on how did you do but forcing yourself to go okay now it means something more than just i'm showing up at the gym today mm -hmm. like i don't i don't care if someone does it scaled or not scaled or whatever i i don't i don't care i mean i i tell people like hey 
you should test yourself on try to do it as RX as possible because I think that like, you know, again, we're not trying to get fit that day. Mm -hmm. We're trying to see what you can do. But part of that is make yourself uncomfortable. Yes. Go, go with the movement that you don't normally do. Yes. Put yourself out there where someone's standing there with a clipboard saying like, okay, are you ready? I'm going to count your reps. Right. I am not ready, but where here you, we go. <laughs> and someone, I mean, people don't like to be, I mean, one of the big things that people in the beginning used to love about CrossFit was, okay, if you go to the regular gym, everybody's looking at you. Mm -hmm. You're on your Stairmaster, you're not moving anywhere. You're in your machine over here and everyone's got their headphones on and everyone is just eyeballing everyone. Yeah. And people worry about that when they come to the gym. In a CrossFit gym, everyone is trying to get their breath. So no one's worried about being watched. <laughs> so you can, you can disappear into the din a little bit in all the mm -hmm. crowd. But with this open, it's like all of a sudden now someone is watching you and watching your movement, and that's nerve-wracking. Mm -hmm. And I think that that stimulus is important to have. How do you respond under some sort of pressure? It's a safe pressure. And that's what we need to remember is it like being in the open, performing in the open, doing the open, um, it's a safe place to try something new. It's a safe place to be uncomfortable. It's a safe place to fail on toes to bar mm -hmm. for 15 minutes. If that's what it is or double unders or whatever, it's yeah. a safe place. So get uncomfortable and don't be afraid of getting uncomfortable. And then, I mean, that's where we, that's where we grow, you know, and you gotta, gotta be in there to grow. I love it. I, I really do. And this is what I love the most. I'm going to pull this back up. Wesley Malone. Have never done it. Have been around CrossFit on and off since 2010. Wow. Still terribly unfit. I'm going to put that in quotes, Wesley. I think you're, 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 you're not doing yourself justice. But you guys and Savon have inspired. I will be in this year. Fuck Do yes, it. Wesley. That's yeah. what it's all about. Hell oh, yeah. man. That makes me so happy to hear that. And I bet there's 100 people in this chat will feel the same way. I'm going to try this chat overlay. Let's see if this works. And the other thing, too, is that it's like, oh, I don't want to be judged. It's like the, the only judginess I feel like would ever come from a gym is like if everyone's doing it except that one person in the corner, but they still sign up for the Friday Night Lights and do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, at least. Oh, cool. It did pop up. Oh, wow. Where? I was just playing at top uh, oh. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. neat. Um, and, uh, but I just like do it. Get in there. Do it. Have some fun. Like, yes, what it's do scary you have to lose. Do you think like people are going to be like, call you out and just tell sit, tell you that you're a bad worker outer? Like, give me a break. Just just show up and do it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone will get their ass kicked. Mm -hmm. So join in and everyone else can get their asses kicked with you. <laughs> yeah, it's the best part. Oh, my God. I love this chat thing we just found. That's cool. You guys want me to keep this up? Of course you do. Maybe I'll get more chatter in here. <laughs> 90 days, I have to get to work. Yes, 91 days. You guys have 91 days to sign up and get ready for the open. What I usually encourage is that you sign up now, unless you're Bill or Jules. <laughs> you guys tend to sign up like after the events get announced, but at least you, you always do. So I know you will. <laughs> but if you're one of those people that keep kicking that can down the road, Sign up now. Now you're on the leaderboard, and that'll help you get ready for it. In nine, you have three months, a yeah. quarter of you have a quarter of a year. Three months is a long time, but it's not a lot of time to waste. But you have a perfect opportunity to hop in and, and just get started. 
I'm love this funny. chat. I was now. like, it's three months. It's all this time. You got plenty of time, and it's, gonna... it's always like, oh my god, it's next week. <laughs> oh shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, my calves have been blown out because I haven't got double unders yet. So I've been doing yeah. like 8,000 jumps trying to get double unders. All right, Craig T. Wood. Since last open, I've gotten toes to bar. Hell yeah. Butterfly pull-ups. Hell yeah. Handstand push-ups. Hell yeah. Still working on those double unders ahead of this year's open. Less freaking oh. go, bro. That's yeah. awesome. And that's what it's about. Like, even if you never get it, like, it just encourages people to try new things. And so what happens, okay, whether you have them or don't have them, what you just did is you made yourself better. Mm-hmm. And we that's the whole purpose with like the health and the fitness thing is you want to make yourself better every single day. And that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Get, you know, I, I, I got butterfly, I got toes to bar. You're now a better CrossFitter than you were before you had toes to bar. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right, gang. Well, you got, I dropped the link in there. I love this chat overlay. <laughs> <laughs> drop the link in there and you know if you guys haven't signed up please do the rule book just came out two days ago there's some cool things in here but uh this is awesome craig yes let's go do it. let's go now for the exciting part cross the journal book club article number 12 of the glassman shipper if you guys haven't been following us and maybe this is your first time live with us or first time seeing us in general We do have a collection of CrossFit Journal articles that we have been going through on a weekly basis. The Glassman Chipper article is right there. We just dropped in the chat for you. Who's doing the show in the rulebook? Um, I just finished it with uh, Becky Harsh, so that will be released soon on the CrossFit Games podcast, either later this afternoon or later today. The article we're going to go through, which I am so excited about, is called simply interview coach Greg Glassman. And Bill, I don't know if you're like me, but I think it often sounds weird to say Greg or Greg Glassman because what did we always call him for like? Coach. Yeah, exactly. Still call him coach. Coach. Now, Stefan, if I'm going to put this overlay in here, you guys better like clean up your chatter. I don't need some of these eggplant (laughs) emojis dropping in here. (laughs) But yeah, we called him coach. That's all we called him. And we yeah. knew who we were talking about. Everybody knew who we were talking about. About as simple as you can see some of the pair of nanos, you know exactly what they do. And we just called him coach. And what we're going to do is we're just going to go question by question and discuss kind of our thoughts on it, what that view looks like 20 years later, and uh, go from there. So I'm pumped to go through this. And if you guys have any of your own personal thoughts on these answers as we go through, please drop them in the chat and you guys can hang out along with us. So question number one from the CrossFit Journal, what's wrong with fitness training today? Coach's answer is the popular media, commercial gyms, and general public hold great interest in endurance performance. Triathletes and winners of the Tour de France are held as paradigms of fitness. Well, triathletes and their long-distance ilk are specialists in the world of fitness, and the forces of combat and nature do not favor the performance model that they embrace. The sport of competitive cycling is full of amazing people doing amazing things, but they cannot do what we do. They are not prepared for the challenges that our athletes are. The bodybuilding model of isolation movements combined with insignificant metabolic conditioning similarly needs to be replaced with a strength and conditioning model that contains more complex functional movements with a potent systemic stimulus. Sound familiar? 
senior citizens and the U.S. Marine combatant divers both will most benefit from a program built entirely on functional movements. And I'm pretty much cannot say it any better than that, nor will I try to when it comes to the answer to that question. But he's right because I remember, okay, so this is 2003. I remember vividly falling in love with, oddly enough, the Iron Man, specifically Kona. You know, I I swam in high school and played water polo. So, like, it was more geared to what I knew and did, and I love. I, w- I would watch the Tour de France every stage, every day in the summertime, all during this time. And he's right because I remember these Iron Man documentaries on the Kono Iron Man coming on TV, and the Tour de France watching that for several weeks, and I was obsessed with it. And I looked at these people as superhuman athletes, which they are in their specific field of fitness. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um I that was uh the way that he presented that. Uh I, I loved watching those things too. I, I mean I, I was always an athlete. I swam too. You know, wrestling was obviously my 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 main sport for sure. Um but even in high school I was doing triathlons and I, I love that. I love the the athletic fit part of it. And you'd watch these people just do I think what got me most about watching the like the Kona triathlons and the big triathlons like that was the the battle over your body, like how hard you're pushing your body. Um, but what I love that Coach did was he explained, like he didn't take anything away from those athletes. Mm-hmm. He just put them in their right place. Like, I like that. I like the way they, you put that. They are amazing. They're the best in the world oh, yes. at this one thing, mm-hmm. but they can't do anything else over here. They are the best. These other athletes over here are the best in the world at this, but they're not built, designed, or able to do any of these other things over here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember like reading that and thinking, like, you're, you're right. Like, I, how how can you do all of those things? Like, I want that. Right. I I, I want that. And so it was really. It was interesting because that's what everyone, I mean, people still do it now. It's like, I want to get in shape. What do I need to do? Well, go run. Right. I want to get in shape, run. I need to, I need to lose weight, go run. And it always <laughs> is defaults to that. Go run. Know? Yeah. Go run. I mean, half the time, some of the people can't run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but they, what's great is the way that he, and this is the way he explains, and this, and this is why I love this this whole article, is he explains it so simply, mm-hmm. not cutting anything down around, but just explaining, let me shed some real truth on this situation. Exactly. Yes, those guys are great, but this is what you're trying. If you're trying to achieve general fitness and longevity and I want to be able to do everything, then I'm sorry, a triathlon is not going to make you allow you to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I love the way you put that because – you're exactly right, and I think some people can read this as Greg tearing down these other sports, and it's not. What he's trying to tear down is society's perception of what fitness really is. That's what Greg is talking about, and I think that's an important distinction for those that are reading this article because I will never tear anyone down for whatever fitness realm that they want to be in. 
But if somebody asks me what true fitness is, I will explain to them where some of these things maybe lack in overall fitness, not lack in impressiveness or things to be revered and respected by. Yeah. Oh, Harold, did you really? That's that's bro. <laughs> Harold just signed up for the open. All right, I want to yeah. see how many Pat. people we yeah. can get to sign up for the open during this show. Right now, I signed up. I think Wesley said he was going to, but I'm not sure if he did. Corey signed up, and now Harold. So that makes three. What's the count at? We're at 49 watching. Three people signed up for the open. Everybody, um, shame Bill, who is the uh, <laughs> co-host of the Get With The Programming podcast, telling everybody to sign up but won't do it himself. If we can get Bill to sign up before the end of this show. I'm busy doing a podcast right now. Okay. Bro, you can open up another window. You know how many windows I have open up that I'm looking at right now? You have no idea. If you could see my screen. <laughs> All right, question number two. What about aerobic conditioning? And Grant Glassman says... I know you're messing with me. <laughs> I know you're messing with me trying to get me going. <laughs> Look, why is it that a 20-minute bout on the stationary bike at a heart rate of a 165 BPM is held by the public to be good cardiovascular work, whereas a mixed-mode workout keeping athletes between 165 and 195 for 20 minutes inspires the question, what about aerobic conditioning? And this was a very loaded question from the, uh, totally. the interviewer. For the record, the aerobic conditioning developed by CrossFit is not only high level, but more importantly, it is more useful than the aerobic conditioning that comes from the regimens composed entirely of monostructural elements like cycling, running, or rowing. Now that should start some fires. Put one of our guys in a gravel shoveling competition with a pro cyclist, and our guy smokes the cyclist. Neither guy trains by shoveling gravel, so why does the CrossFit guy dominate? Because CrossFit's workouts better model high-demand functional activities. Think about it. A circle of wall balls, lunges, and deadlifts, deadlift high pulls at max heart rate better matches a large range of activities than does cycling at any heart rate. <laughs> totally i mean dude okay so we had we opened a gym in 2008 mm -hmm. in that year from then all the way up until man he's still now okay well if i'm doing this three times a week how often should i run I'm like okay well what are you planning on doing with the run like what's the purpose of the run well you know that's why i just want to you know you know get get in better shape mm -hmm. so when you run how do you run well you know i'll, I'll run like three miles Okay, like, how do you do it? Well, it usually takes me, I don't know, you know, 27 minutes, 30 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah, don't. Right. Don't. No. Your low-intensity, long-duration, low-intensity event of running, the classic, I'm going to, like, become in better shape now, isn't going to do anything for you. If you need it for your brain, your your mental status, your stress, that's how you, you know, kind of blow off some steam or you have, that's how you process things. Okay, cool. My dad was that way. He could... He could go out and run real hard and think, and that's mm -hmm. what he did. Yeah. Um, other than that, unless you are doing sprints or hill runs or trail runs and you're training for a particular thing, like then direct all of that to your workout mm -hmm. because aerobic workout means that you need oxygen for the muscles to right. respond. It doesn't mean run. <laughs> no. Right. It means you need your heart rate up and you need oxygen to fuel your muscles. 
That's so it. if you're doing workouts and you're not breathing hard, or you are breathing hard, then you're using oxygen to fuel your muscles. <laughs> and using more muscles using more muscles in one in one rep than you would do on running or biking. You have you know quads, glutes, shoulders, back, everything firing at one time, demanding more oxygen to get to, to get into that blood to get to all those muscles. You're doing more. You're getting more of a, a better aerobic workout out of that. And I think, oh, okay, Wesley's officially in. The count oh. is officially four. The count, Bill, you have a cell phone, right? <laughs> oh, that's great. If Laura does it before you, I think we need like a penalty or something. Because I know she's listening. She probably will. <laughs> Wesley, welcome, brother. I'm so proud of you, man. Thanks for registering for the Open right now. This is great. This is great. Um, so question for you, this, this came up nearly 20 years ago. I feel like people still have the misconception of this entire concept still. Not as much, but it's, it's still to, to an extent that it's, um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of absurd that this is still prevalent in people's minds about what aerobic conditioning is. It's I, I don't know when you talk about like, you know, long-term programming, um, programming people's minds of what's right and what's not right. I mean, you know, our, our old, and we can get into, maybe I'll save this for one of the other questions. Uh, well, this will lead into one of okay. the other questions. Yeah. When we had the, um, the USDA food pyramid, mm, yeah, the original one that had the base, the foundation, the foundational food that you should be eating is wheat and grain and bread and pasta and rice and all that. Then it flips it to where it's not that. And then now I just saw um, a post that they are saying that Skittles and like uh, Milky Way bars what? are actually better to eat than like chicken or meat or whatever. I'll find the thing. I'll send it to you. I saw it. I'm like, what the I, hell is this? My brain will explode if that's real. Blew my mind. But that was... There's so many things that we've been told for so long that you just kind of like, oh yeah, well that's just what that's what it is. And mm -hmm. so it's it's easy. It's the easy pill. I'm doing something. I'm running. It's easy. I don't need to learn how to do it, even though like we watch people run on a regular mm -hmm. basis. And even though it's one of the things we should know how to do, right. there's a lot of people that do not know how to do it very well. And that's why <laughs> eighty percent of the people get hurt when they're running. That's true. Running requires technique just as much as a snatch does, which I think people don't understand. I learned that at aerobic an aerobic capacity seminar that I took years ago. And the very beginning, they opened up with that line. It's like, how many people know how to run? And we put our hands up. And it's like, have you ever been taught how to run? I was like, well, no. It's like, then how do you know you're doing it right? And I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> how did, why did you do me like that? Because I was like, boom, I know how to run because I've run before. It's like, did anybody yeah. teach me how to run? No. Shit. Maybe I'm not doing yeah. it right. And, and it's so true. It's so true. Um, let me switch this screen up really quick because Corey just sent us a... So there was this thing, gosh, almost 10 years ago. Do you remember this? I think it was like Outside Magazine posted this oh, picture. Yeah. That was, and they're like, that was the one. there's no better way to get in shape than to prepare for a triathlon. In parentheses, it wrote... It says, this guy will tell you. And it's Rich yeah. effing Froning. 
And then yeah. he comments, he goes, I'm that guy, and no, I won't tell you that, which was like the most savage baller trollback I've ever seen. But it was outside magazine. I know it's it's blocked out here for some nice I mean, how reason. Did, how did they not think that 400,000 people that right. do CrossFit wouldn't know that? Yes. Um, Come on, man. And, and to that point is that uh, I remember um, I had – I had, um, I mean, I did triathlons before I did CrossFit after graduating college and I posted a collage of pictures of me doing triathlons and me in CrossFit almost after two years and then CrossFit reposted it. And this was a huge like milestone win for me. They CrossFit reposted it in just my different body types. And I was starting to get accused of taking steroids and it was the greatest day of my life. I was like, I finally made it. Oh, you like me. You really yeah. like me. I was like, you guys must think I look really good. <laughs> it was the best. <clears throat> All right. Next question. How many times should someone do the workout of the day? So basically talking about dot com. I think dot com had what been around for two years now? It's first started uh, yeah, in two thousand one. Yeah, one or two, yeah. And coach says, yeah, we actually get this question every once in a while. When it comes up, we know for a fact that either they've not tried the workouts or they've tried them at a leisurely pace. Done right, they have a horrific impact. They are designed that way. No one comes out standing, much less looking for another one later. The workout of the day does allow for, or what the workout of the day does allow for is learning and practice of sports. Juggling sport and the workout of the day requires careful modulation of the intensity of the workout or overtraining is a certainty. Now, what he means on that part is, I mean, how many times did we have or have you had like someone do your workout and then later they're like, so can I do something else or can I come back later? Do you remember those days? Oh, yeah. I was that guy, unfortunately. Really? Oh. Before we go on, we now have five. Kateri has signed up for the Open during the show. That's five. God, this is so great. This is the- <laughs> good job. Still waiting on Bill's number six as we will troll him with every single person <laughs> that registers during this. Um, okay, so it, it's that thing. But the other thing here is what he talked about, sport. In other articles we've already talked about is that CrossFit is a, at its core, a strength and conditioning program. That's it. Now, it's a very scientific and, and well thought out strength and conditioning program. What it is not is not a designed to develop individuals sports specific programming. And what Greg has said in the past is that your practice of those sports is relegated to those sports. This is something to help boost up your physical ability to do those sports better. And that's what he means here when he talks about what the workout of the day allows for is learning and practice of sports. So, for example, like pick any sport. Pick wrestling, right? Yeah. You guys have technical drills you need to work on, whether it's grabs, throws, or, or takedowns. You don't need to practice that in your strength and conditioning program. 
what your strength and conditioning program is designed for is to make you stronger, have better endurance, speed, and power so that these skills are manifested more aptly in your, in your training. Yeah, I think that so many people miss the idea of, you know, the idea of CrossFit is not to get better at wall balls and muscle ups and cleans. The idea is for your body to be used more as a system and build that system and so that you can layer the specialty stuff on top of that, whatever sport you might have. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a kid right now. Um, he's like one of our reserve uh, coaches. He's a young kid. He, he wrestles up at Cal Poly. It's his first year on the team this year, um, on the starting team. And he's been using CrossFit and crushing people in the room. And I, I, I've been really trying hard to get the guys in, but there is a, I mean, people are just afraid. They don't want to come in and get crushed or whatever the issue is. I, I, I don't know why I can't get more but what I like is that he has done it all through the summer. He did it all last year, all through the summer. He comes in and his his cardio, all right already, talking, talking here. I like, uh, uh, Corey, I think at the end of the show, you need to like pull up your phone and then just like. <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Sorry. Um, but what he's doing is, uh, oh, you got another one. Oh, that's six, Jiggity Josh. Dang. I just wanted to say your name again, Jiggity Josh, that's six, Bill. <laughs> We have six people uh, signed up for the open during this show. So he has continued to do his CrossFit, our, our, our regular workout, our, our workout of the day. He does that and does his regular, you know, the, the wrestling practice and stuff like that. But what he's done is he has brought the weight down just so he's a little safer with the movements or whatever. But he uses that to keep his muscles tight to keep him explosive to keep the system moving and he i mean he's been having a great year already and so i think a lot of people just miss that they they misunderstand what they're trying to do it's not an all or nothing like either i'm going to do this i'm going to become the greatest baseball player mm -hmm. or i'm not i'm not going to be that well then i shouldn't do it at all right they have to understand that it is the greatest supplement to your health and fitness if you have nothing then it is, well, I'll say it, it's the best foundation of your uh, health and fitness. Everything else you can layer on top of that. Right. And if you don't have anything else, you don't need to put anything else on there. You still got your health and fitness. Yes. And that's the so. whole point. And the other point to Greg's uh, answer was, if you have to ask the question, you probably haven't gone hard enough. No. For, I mean, Hi. for example, and it, and you it, do Fran, and if afterwards you ask me what's next, I'm like, you did not do this correctly. Nope, you didn't do it right. You didn't do it right. That That's a part, and I know that um, there has always been, and a lot of people seem to miss this part, like, okay, constantly varied functional mo movements executed at high intensity. But when Coach actually always said that, he would always throw the word relative high intensity based on you. So it's your high intensity, that person. It could be the grandmother's high intensity or the elite level athlete when they're going. What that means is like go, you know, like how hard to go. Is that one of the questions coming up? How hard to go? Um, Let me see. Probably. Yeah. Relative intensity. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll leave it for when we get to that one, but, but that's important. Like mm. if you didn't go hard enough, like you'll know if you went hard enough. Right. And this is one of the this is one of the negative points that a lot of people try to say with CrossFit is all we care about is going hard and all we care about is just you know, know they forget the relative part. The ground. 
but they miss the relative part. Mm -hmm. And I think that 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 comes down to the coaches, the coach to design a workout so that like I tell everybody just to go. I'll set the workout up a particular way to you where you can only go so hard. If I make the weights heavy, you're not going fast. Mm -hmm. It's heavy. Right. I did that on purpose. It's if I make hard. It really light, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's not a it's a different kind of intensity. When people try when people try to say, hey, you know what? Just go 70% on this. There, there is nobody who knows what the heck that means. All that means is I'm going easy, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. What? It's like, no, go hard. Mm -hmm. Whatever your heart is, is that like go hard. Well, I'll adjust the other stuff. That's my job. I'm yeah. a coach. It's my job. Your job is to go. <laughs> Corey says, uh, I coached a 2K row yesterday at oh, our box. Gross. Nobody was looking for extra work afterwards. <laughs> 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 it's true. And I, I will still, I know I fight people on this one, but the thousand is the worst. Between like five, one, two, and the 5K, 500, 1,000, two. 1K it's for it's the eight it's the 800 meter yes, run. Yes, it's the 800 meter run. It's the 200 meter freestyle. It, it, like that 1K is is terrifying to me. Like I I am generally I'm not I'm not afraid of any workout except the 1K road time trial. I think genuinely that that pain is different because the 500 sucks, but like it's over in 90 seconds. Yeah. But 90 seconds, you get to the 90 second the mark in the 1K, you got another 90 seconds you have of another that. One of those. Yeah, of that aftermath feeling of the 500 while still rowing another 500. And <laughs> in, in the, the 2K is bad, but like you have no choice because of the time frame. You have no choice but to find a level of pace. Mm -hmm. It's like the thousand, there's no level of pace. Yeah. Chelsea, the 10 minute it's, assault bikes, like, yeah, that, that one sucks too. Oh, that's, that's pretty bad. It's, <laughs> it sucks and it hurts, but man, it just like, but it's still, it's, but it's still 10 minutes long. Yeah. It's different. Again, you're still pacing it. Oh, that's terrible. Like I honestly, you know, what would be worse than a 10 minute assault bike would be a three and a half minute assault bike. Yeah. Oh, you're, exactly. Right. What would you rather do a 10 minute assault bike test or a three minute assault bike test? 10 any all day all day every day <laughs> and if you don't understand why go do each of those yes <laughs> but send the three send the three minute <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay before we get to the next one stefan a hundred echo bike cows made me go to the church the next day for the first time in <laughs> 10 years <laughs> oh that's great yeah you'll see jesus yeah, yeah. Will. jesus take the row handle all right Let's get back to the article. The next question for this is, what is your message for law enforcement and military special ops trainers? Coach said, make sure that the mission's requirements do not exceed the training stimulus. If you're working, if you're working a program where your men and women are running on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and working upper body weight training on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like we've seen so often, your product is not optimally prepared. Arrest and control is not aerobic. Fight. Like, oh shit, I got. Um, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And when you look at it, is uh, let me see. Sorry, I read on the wrong page. 
make sure that your mission's requirements do not exceed the training stimulus. If the athletes, firefighters, soldiers, and cops that we work with have benefited most from the increased practice within their disciplines and better general fitness. We design and deliver a broad-based general fitness. The need for specificity in sport is nearly perfectly met within the training and practice of the sport. There's a strong and mistaken belief that every sport requires a separate and distinct strength and conditioning prescription. I think I got that. No, I, I think I did that wrong. <laughs> Son of a gun. No, I had it right the first time. Yeah. I had it right the first time. Let me try that again. Uh, not seen a stimulus if you're working out. If you're working on a program where your men are doing the running Monday, Wednesday, Friday, upper body weight, training Tuesday, then Thursdays, like we so often seen, your product is not optimally prepared. Okay. It needs to be broad, general, inclusive. Arrest and control is not aerobic like the Tour de France. Yes, arrest and control when you think about police and first responders and military. It's anaerobic like cage fighting. There we go. Finally landed the plane. And he's right. CrossFit training as far as this programming, when it has, uh, I think, oh gosh, what is that joke that we had was, you do like this long, grueling Murph-like test, and at the very end, there's someone at the finish line that's going to try to pin you in three in in three minutes. And that's what this training really is. Like, okay, should we should we throw that in there in our training? No, but what you should be able to do is do this entire life matching intensity, and then at the end of the day, still be functional when it's all said and done as opposed to laid out completely because of the training that we have. The intensity, the weight training, all that applies to being able to do something under fatigue and still be somewhat physically functional at the end of the day. I never understood. Okay, so obviously my background's fire. Um, I never understood why we every every station would have a treadmill mm. i'm like okay unless you are a wildland firefighter where all you do is you're packed up and you're rucking all the time you you have a pack of hose on your back and you're up and down hills all the time like mm -hmm. okay i get it i get it um other than that when you are a municipal firefighter and you're going in and out of buildings. You're picking people up off the ground. You have to go up on roofs and put holes in roofs. You have to bust down walls. You have to get yourself, you know, carry big, huge jaws of life. You're trying to rip off the car doors and everything else. Yet everyone thinks that the way that they need to be in shape is they need to get on the treadmill, watch the football game, and run for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Wrong. <laughs> right. Wrong. Right. It is not getting you ready for anything. In fact, if anything... It's giving you a false sense of I'm going to be safe when I get out there. You're not. So what, you know, with the with fire and military, the the greatest connection with CrossFit and those uh, specific activities is the fact that like, like the unknown and unknowable, you have to be ready. You got to be ready to run far because maybe you have to. Right. Or maybe you, you're as a municipal uh, uh engine you're going to be put out on this wildland fire that's going out so guess what you're going to have to hike some stuff okay i get it or you're going to have to climb up over this wall to make a rescue on someone so you're going to have to have some upper body skill because you now have 50 pounds of other stuff on you helmets and bottles and you know weird boots and everything else all these things you you, you need to be ready and the only way you're going to be ready 
is to work at a high intensity, changing up the different moves and, and, and types of movements that you're going to be doing and varying that using movements that are you were going to see in real life, picking things up off the ground, squatting down, putting things up overhead, pulling yourself up. It is the quintessential. It, I, 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 it is in my in my opinion, and this isn't even like a trying to pat CrossFit on the back or because I do CrossFit or whatever. There is nothing that works as good as CrossFit for anyone in public service at all. Cop, fire, security guard, military, nothing. It is the most functional, badass builder there is. <laughs> King for a day. King for a day. I would mandate all first responders and military must train cross yes. cross it methodology. Hundred percent. King for a day. Without 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 even a question, without even a hesitation. Mm-hmm. And the ones that and I, and and I have dealt with many of these people, men and women. I mean, you can speak to it way better than I can. Oh man, the the ones that don't. Here's what they'll say. I don't want to get hurt, mm-hmm. so I can't do my job if I'm hurt. Well, honestly, you are already hurt because you don't do shit. That's the first part. Second thing is the people that say, um, yeah, but, you know, I need to be able to throw a ladder, so I should just throw a ladder all the time. It's like no, you don't throw a ladder all the time. You need to be able to do all these other things. So what you do is I want you to get really good at a push press and a jerk. So that you can push a body up over a wall, a fire, a, uh, a ladder up against the wall. You can put hose up on a hill. You can move. I mean, all of those things, that's the movement. It's not that I want you to get better at a push press. I don't give a shit how much you can clean right. per se. Right. What I want is you to have the ability to have that explosive hip opening so you can get something off the ground to your shoulders. And they don't understand that. And they, they're not good at it, so they don't want to do it. Oh, Katara, you are speaking my language, brother. King for a day, he says, bring oh, CrossFit man. to PE in schools. Yeah. In case anybody forgot, PE stands for physical education, which is actually not, not what is taught. What better PE class did you ever take, Bill, than your level one? That was so good. I had so much fun. When you talk about physical education, it is yeah. the greatest PE class ever created was your level one seminar. Yeah. And, you know, you, people will talk about, God, I got to say saying, you know, it drives me crazy. When people talk about <laughs> or, or their fears like, oh, well, I'm going to get hurt or we may hurt. Like you'll hear from the top brass. Well, you might hurt these people. What would you rather be responsible for? Your cadet or your soldier injuring themselves in a CrossFit gym or costing the life of someone else because they weren't fit enough to tackle the task at hand. Right. What, like when you, that, and that, that is not trying to be like hyperbolic or, or overstating anything. You are telling me right now that you would rather look out for the health and safety of one person that is in charge of thousands of people, if not millions, or at bare minimum, the person next to them. Their lives depend on them. You are more focused about them hurting their shoulder or their knee inside of a gym than you are sacrificing the lives of people next to them. That's your priority? Because that's, that's, that's what that means, in my opinion. Okay, real fast. Oh, oh. 
earliest I've ever done it in my entire I'm life. This out up. Of I'm all gonna... the years of the open. There it is. There. Bill Grundler, ladies and gentlemen, has just signed up for the 2023 CrossFit Games Open. We are now up to seven. <laughs> seven and, is my lucky number. Se- hey, listen, and, and I, I tell you what, guys, if you've ever heard the thing like bullying is mean or shaming is like bullshit, that shit gets shit done. <laughs> all right? So who else are we going to open shame while we're on this podcast? We've got seven people signed up currently watching this. We have 48 people. That means 41 of you guys need to join the party and sign up for the open. Tickers at the bottom. Bill, proud of you, buddy. Thanks. I'm proud. Now, Laura. Peer pressure. <clears throat> she knows. She sees her hands up. <laughs> I, I expect a screenshot text to Bill of your open registration <laughs> before the end of this article is over. Look at all this. Peer, yeah, peer pressure works. When channeled in the right way, let me just preface that. Like, don't go to school or go to your friends and start, like, you know, really digging into them personally. But, you know, if it's like, hey, sign up for the open, you bitch. I'm okay with that a little bit. I'm okay. You know, uh, just do that and then just, you know, like, you, that's when you put your drinks up and you go, don't be a bitch. Yeah. Take the drink. Yeah, here. God, you know how many freaking seniors told me that when my freshman year of college? <laughs> And they hated me because I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because you wouldn't do that now. No. In a million years. Yeah, well, I was, lines it up, you're like, well, shit. I mean, damn it. God. Yeah. How do you get Chase something to do to do anything? Just tell me I won't do it. <laughs> and I say, here, hold my beer. All right. The count is up to seven people who have registered during this show. During this show, if you're watching, you can see the ticker at the bottom. Go to games.crossit.com. It's right there at the top. Sign up. 20 bucks. Put your name in the hat. You got 91 days to get ready for 23.1 on February 16th. All right. Back to the interview. If I don't screw this up again like I did last time. What is the best? Oh, I love this question. And for all you affiliate owners or coaches out there or people that just want to get their friends in the gym, listen up. What is the best way to start CrossFit? If you're not intimate with the elements of CrossFit routines, squat, deadlift, clean, pull-up, push-up, box jump, etc., then gaining familiarity has to be the first step. If you're unfamiliar or less than very confident with the elements, then nearly any regimen with the singular focus of learning the sound mechanics of basic movements is a perfect prescription for the first month or two. For those new to CrossFit method, it will be necessary to establish consistency with the workout of the day before increasing the intensity of the workouts. The workouts exceed the capacity of the fittest men and women on earth. Be careful. Step one, he warns you that this is potent. Two, he talked about the mechanics in paragraph form. Mechanics, consistency of the mechanics, and then at the very, very last thing, he mentioned intensity. And what I like about this part is that this describes how someone should come in and almost be indoctrinated into an affiliate if this is your first time. And a lot of times that is, you know, people's on-ramp or a free class or whatever. And that's when we talk about the value, the, the, the value or the invaluable qualities of good coaches. And that's what... You- that's what we're supposed to be, you guys. We are coaches. We aren't. We aren't procurers of just a workout in a in a in a, uh, 
a clock starter. We're not a three, two, one, go only person. We're the coach. We're the one that's supposed to help every single one of those people get their version of that workout, whether it's day one or whether it's day 17th year or whatever. Um, and I love that too. I, I, I tell people that come in all the time, you know, I'll, I'll get them set up with a PVC pipe or a, a light. I bring their weight way down. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, I'm like, look, it is the easiest thing in the world for me to break you off while you're here today. Like it takes no skill to do that. I can have you come in and just absolutely get, get obliterated. But what I want is I want you to have fun with what we're doing, see what we're doing, feel it, but want to come back tomorrow for more. Be like, oh, you know what? That was really cool. I can actually do that. <laughs> yeah. I can. I can. All right. All right. I see what you do. I see what you're doing on that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That's yes. what I want. Yes. Me breaking someone off on day one to where they can't move for the next four days. I'm probably not going to have them back here. Yeah. And if I do that, that's me trying to feed my own ego for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Wrong idea. If you're a coach, it has zero to do with you. It has everything to do with what you can do for them. And that's how you do that. You teach the movement, have them get mastery of that movement, and then you increase the intensity of that movement. 100%. Couldn't have said it any better. And it's funny is that the ego, I love what you said about the ego of the coach. Well, I'm going to assert my dominance and show you how much you don't know or how fit you are not, regardless of their fitness background. And usually it gets worse for the the fitter the person looks when they come in. Oh, yeah. Right? And you would be surprised how devastating 10 minutes of Cindy is for anyone who has never stepped into a CrossFit gym. I don't care what your background is. <laughs> We're talking about 10 minutes of pull-ups, push-ups, and air squats. That's it. Yeah. And it is brutal. Brutal. You don't have to, like, Bully someone, as we said, with your tough <laughs> workout. It's I I hate I I hate. I mean, when, when coaches when, do that, if if it's a cool feeling, not talking about trying to feed the ego, but it's a cool feeling to be able to give anyone that comes in, see how they're moving as you're doing the warm up, and you're watching how they're moving, seeing what sort of deficiencies they might have, whether you asked them or didn't ask them or whatever. Um, Seeing that and then being able to find the weight as you're going through the progressions of the movements and people are, you know, you're doing your, um, you know, your, your, your warm up steps, your review steps as you're, whether it's PVC pipe or a barbell or whatever, and picking the right workout for them. Oh, well, I do, I do deadlifts all the time. Okay. Um, well, I want you to do this weight though. And then all of a sudden, like halfway through the workout, they're like, dang, I'm glad I didn't go any heavier than this. And you're like, oh, I know. I got, you. I got <laughs> yeah. you. I yeah. mean, like inside, I'm like, of course, of course, that's what I would have had you do. Outwardly, I'm like, man, you're doing great. You're doing awesome. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Just keep moving like that. And inside, I'm like, yeah. If we would have had, if we, if I would have let you go, what you thought you should be doing, I wouldn't see you for four days. Mm-hmm. You, you are describing my first day of CrossFit. My first day of CrossFit. Did you get demoted to the bathroom? No, it's not the bathroom. <laughs> It's like my first, this is a living room. <laughs> my, my first day of CrossFit was just Fran. I've, I've told the story before. It was Fran. And during the warm up, I could do all the pull ups just because 
my background, you do right? Yeah, yeah, I could do, I could do pull-ups. And I did strict pull-ups, so when I got to Kip, it was even better. I'd never squatted below parallel with a bar on the front of my shoulders, let alone pressed one over my head. I've done dumbbells over my head, but never a barbell. So doing a thruster was the first time I ever did one is when I stepped into a CrossFit gym. And I warmed up with 95, and the coach is like, let's go to 75. I know you could do this, but what we're trying to get to, and, you know, Spencer Nix, thank you do, thank you for making this happen, is that he bumped me down to 75. One, so that I could do the movement better. Two, and this is when he was being an asshole, that I would actually get a better stimulus of what Fran was supposed to be. Because I think my first Fran was 75, was like 523. But if I use 95, it would probably have been seven, eight plus minutes. And that's no longer the stimulus of Fran. That's just a hard workout that I sucked at that I could do poorly. But him forcing me to use lighter weight gave me exactly what I was supposed to feel for my very first Fran slash CrossFit workout. And and again, like the thing that that he was doing for you with with – Having a level of experience of, of coaching is you can see someone moving. It's like, yeah, let me step back. The learn the movement, master the movement, intensity of the movement. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to go fast. It means let me have you move in a way or with a weight or with a range of motion that is that you are doing safely and that we can let you have some fun with that. I'm not going to have you do a three second PVC piped thruster on when you come in to do the workout because like you're gonna be like i don't even i don't feel like i'm doing anything i don't even know what i'm doing it doesn't make any sense so if they can move quickly on something that's not going to hurt them bring the weight down like he did because he knows you he understands your background and he can be like hey all right this is it'll sting but yeah. he's a young athlete. He'll be able to come back from this. Like he, he, the, I'm not doing damage on him. If you would have tried to push the 95, you would have been like, holy shit. Not only slow on the, on the workout, but the next day and the day after that <laughs> would have been bad, bad. I don't know if remember I've ever- everyone, remember, remember when everyone was getting a rhabdo on the triceps when it was the, uh, Oh, the, the thrust, bur- throwing the burpee thrusty over the bar. Burpee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my because triceps people were just, fucked. Oh, so bad. So, so bad. part B to that story, and I'm not sure I've told anybody this, is like, oh, I'll come back four days later or the next day. I didn't come back for three months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe you should have done 50. And it wasn't because it hurt. <laughs> it's that my ego was so destroyed from that experience that I started training on my own in like a 24 hour fitness of all of these movements and looking at dot com to get in shape to go back to the CrossFit gym. That's fine. I don't know if I've ever told that story. All right. Uh, the, the next question is short and sweet, which I think is hilarious. What about nutrition? And Greg says meat and vegetable, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, end of subject. Cool. Done. Done. Why? Because we're not talking about superstar fitness athletes in the sport. We're talking about how to get somebody off the couch and into a CrossFit gym, how to turn their life around as simple as a a nutrition regimen of just eat these simple ways and you will see life-changing results from it. That's it. And it still holds up. I eat this way 80% of the time. I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. 
It's not like what I should eat. It's just like, just don't eat those three things over there. I'm like, cool. I'd like to. They're tasty, but uh, yeah. I'll do this. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's one. What are your favorite exercises? Coach says, cleans, push-ups across 180 degrees from handstand push-up to ring dip, squats, jumps, running, deadlift, rowing, cycling, pull-ups, muscle-ups, presses, presses to handstand, <clears throat> presses to handstand, <clears throat> Presses to handstand. I'm sorry. I had something stuck in my throat. <laughs> Wall ball, dumbbell, and kettlebell swings. Lunges, snatches, rope climbing, and other non-technical climbing, which we've talked about. Sit-ups in the gymnastics variation of sit-up theme, which I'm not sure the 100 words of fitness were written just yet, but uh, I mean, they're in there now. Oh, yeah. So everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah, move your move your body. Move your body as a system. And there if you if you if, if you were to break that down even more, pick things up off the ground, squat, push things up overhead, pull your body up, push your body up, sit your body up. I, I, that it's your body working as a system from core to extremity, from midline to the end of your appendages, mm-hmm. all, all the things for functional and independent living. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at the chat right now and Dustin is talking to Corey. Are you guys from the same gym? <laughs> <laughs> Dustin says, Corey shouldn't be coaching classes right now. And Corey has, are you coming to the five 30? I'm assuming you guys are from the same gym, which is hilarious. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working till six today. That's awesome. I mean that's cool. You guys have like each other's number on like your phone, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> I like, like it. The- <laughs> I like it. Keep it in there. Now, now both of you guys make each other sign up for the open in the next twenty minutes before the show there you ends. Go. If Bill signed up, all you fuckers yeah, that were seriously. giving him shit Months for it better sign up too. Months ahead of time here. Ooh, the next question: Do you have a program for? And he goes interrupts. This is another question that I see daily. We are asked for workouts for baseball, karate, swimming, dance, boxing, but they all get the same thing, and that's CrossFit. The athletes, firefighters, soldiers, and cops that we work with have benefited most from increased practice within their disciplines and better general fitness. Practice within their disciplines, I'm just repeating, and better general fitness, a.k.a. CrossFit. We design and deliver a broad-based general fitness the need for specificity in sport is nearly perfectly met within the training and practice of their sport. There's a strong and mistaken belief that every sport requires a separate and distinct strength and conditioning prescription. The notion is nonsense. Uh, I'm, I don't even yeah. want to add to that. Yes. 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 And yes. Hey, my son is just started soccer for the high school team and he's you know he made the second team but we want him to get first can you develop a private program for to get him stronger and better condition i'm like yeah sure yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. have him come to the 430 class like oh well, we want something a bit more personal you know for soccer and, and things like that i'm like cool he still practices soccer right he's still on the team they have practice five times a week good Make sure he focuses on the skills that he needs to get better at, like footwork and hand-eye, hand-eye, or hand-foot coordination. Just have him come to the four thirty class; he'll be just fine. Not to turn away a private client, but that's the point we're trying to make. 
how many how many different types of athletes run through it like your your personal training people and i'm talking like general fitness stuff but like how many different types of athletes have you have you programmed for oh how many different individual ones or types <clears throat> uh either i mean honestly at this point in time i've ha- i have lost count run 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 through the sports so um swimming track cheerleading, football, soccer, baseball. Um, well, I'll give you another one. I've also programmed individually for multiple individuals over the age of 70. And I programmed for my affiliate for the last decade and four years prior to that for athletes trying to qualify for the CrossFit Games. And maybe this is the leading question you're asking is like, what is the difference between all of them? Absolutely nothing. That was the leading question. That was my lob. Absolutely my lob for nothing. And the only thing I changed was maybe weights, stimulus, things that maybe their holes are in their fitness level had nothing to do with the sport at which they played. That was where the individualized programming came in. Right. I, I always tell, and, and coaches have a really hard time uh, yeah, we had uh, Melly hopped up. She signed up. Melly B. Oh, she oh, signed oh. In. She, yep, she's hold on. Eight. She's eight. She's number eight. Oh, Melly. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, Melly yep. B signed up recently. Had a baby, so this is the inspo. I need to get my butt in gear. Nervous though. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Exciting. Way to go, awesome. Melly. Okay, so we are up to eight. We're uh, Corey. This is great. Dustin, go sign up for the <laughs> open. Hashtag DBAB. Now, I've always used the hashtag DBAP, if you know what that means. Yeah. I think it's pretty similar. Pretty similar, yeah. So DBAB, we would say, we actually had a shirt, it was hashtag DBAP, um, like 10 years ago. So it was cool to see that. (laughs) Cool to see that. Laura, I love Um, that you're congratulating uh, Melly. I'm still waiting for um, Bill's text of your <laughs> registration. We are at eight. I would love to get the double digits before before the show is over. Uh, um, the, the thing that I've talked to a lot of different coaches for a lot of different sports, volleyball, basketball, wrestling, um, soccer, swimming, water polo, uh, all of them is I, I'll have coaches say like, hey, I'm interested in having you come in and work with my team. Okay. Um, what sort of things are you going to have them do? I'm like, well, uh, my job is not to make them a better basketball, football, swimmer, wrestler, but that's your job. Mm-hmm. My job is to give, is to make you a better athlete, a better machine, so that you can layer that stuff on better for them. If you take a any any level of of, of athlete, if I can increase their athleticism and their overall fitness with using our definition of fitness, and then you put some pitching work or some foot speed work or some jumping work or some swimming work on top of that, mm-hmm. they will be better, period. If the machine is faster and stronger and more powerful, you will have a better pick your sport, period. I don't need to teach them throwing. I need to have them be corded extremity explosive machines. I need to have uh, flexibility in the shoulder uh, so that they're able to get that arm all the way behind, whether they're throwing their water polo ball or they're pitching or they're hitting. 
when they're doing volleyball. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to have them lift something up off the ground explosively heavy to to engage all the stabilizers on their midline on their back in their hips so that they're able to stop any sort of like torsion uh uh, torque forces that they may have to deal with whether it's football basketball track throwing and, and all it's all the same the body moves the way the body moves our job is to make that machine work as a system as efficiently, as effectively as it possibly can and get faster, stronger, more explosive, more flexible, more coordinated, more accuracy, more all of the things. And then you can teach them the other things on top of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to make a special program. Matt's question, this is great, is uh, that's a, this is a good memory that you have here. He's asked, what did Greg say skiers with better pull-ups were better skiers? Sort of in a way. Now, okay, Nick, no, they don't normally open it up. They just open it up early for the first time. So go sign up. <clears throat> the the uh, the story is when Greg was first developing the methodology is that he took a bunch of downhill skiers and basically not just exclusively with pull-ups, but he did CrossFit and some of the tests was like they all improve their pull-ups and then at the end of the training session or not training session, but block, all their ski times improved. And the, the story is the black box theory is what we're talking about. Was is it ex- yeah. specifically training pull-ups that got them better? Not in a sense. And in a weird say is like, we don't know. But what we do know is that inside this box is the CrossFit training methodology. Before the skiers did it, they were this speed. They did it. And at the other end, they all got better. And yes, one of the products was they improved their pull-ups. But it wasn't just exclusively that. That being said, it's just exactly what we're talking about here is that this core strength and conditioning program is the baseline for your fitness beyond the walls of your gym. Let's see. Nick, get signed up. Miss Claudia, smash me with Miles Pharmacary. Oh, Miles Pharmacary. Uh, all right. The next question we have on here, and it's funny that we're going through it, is why the CrossFit Journal? And coach said, why is there nothing in the popular media that both the professional athlete and the dedicated fitness enthusiast could find useful? That's the niche we're trying to fill. The idea behind the CrossFit Journal is simply to support and expand the CrossFit community by offering information that, like our workouts, is potent and brief. The rest is distraction. And that's it. Like, the cross, most of these articles maybe three to five pages at the most. Some of these are one or two. This is a two-page interview. Yet we've been talking about it for an hour and 15 minutes. Sammy's in. Sammy, Sammy. where are we at? Sammy, I'm in. Yes, that's nine. That away, Sammy. So who wants to do an hour of burpees? You're getting away. (laughs) You're getting away from it, Stefan. (laughs) All right. All right, the total is up to nine. But Bill, to this point of, of the beauty of the journal is that it's just good. I, I like what, how he likened it to the training. Quality. Yeah. Quality, intensity, information, no other bullshit or fluff around it. Short, succinct, high-quality information. Yeah. And he's right. There isn't anything. And I think it was kind of a snubbing his nose at all of the – big thick NSES books that were out there and all the kinesiology books and all the 
other certification type books where this really explains why we're doing what we're doing. And I think that that's really important for CrossFitters. So they're not just blindly doing things. I mean, he came off of why are we trying to get people out of the regular gym? Because they sit down in this machine and it only moves one way. So you don't need to know anything about what you do. Mm -hmm. You just sit down and think and the pulleys move and it, it does a shoulder piece or it does a bicep piece or a tricep piece or whatever. But now you're understanding, and again, like we're quoting at this time, we're training at home. So this is the coach giving that knowledge, giving that understanding, giving that information to you so you know why you're doing the things you're doing. Also, so that when someone says, hey, why the hell are you working so hard? <laughs> you can go, oh, because of that, 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 that. And they say you, you give them the information and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay, I, okay. I mean, no, understand what you do. Yep, 100%. All right, Dustin Weber is in. We have now hit 10. Oh, we yeah. Have now hit 10. It looks like Dustin is getting in trouble. Oh, okay. Make it 11. That away, Nick. Wad Zombie just registered. That's 11. That's 11. Guys, we're getting close to the end of the show. You really got to sign up while we're on here. Or, <coughs> sorry. Gosh, I, I need some water. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All right. Last question that we have on here from the article that was an interview with Coach back in 2003 that I just lost somehow. There it is. Why gymnastics, weightlifting, and sprinting? Coach says, gymnasts have no peer in trunk and hip flexion Upper body strength and multiple joint angles, agility, accuracy, balance, coordination. Their domain is body control. 100% correct. Yep. Weightlifters are masters of power, speed, and hip and leg strength. Powerful hip extension is the most critical element of human performance, and none have the capacity of weightlifters. Sprinters have enormous physical potential due to their metabolic competency across anaerobic and aerobic pathways and because of the speed power and total conditioning that sprinting demands blending workouts from each of these domains gives us a total greater than the sum of the parts a gorgeous hybrid i'm only pausing to just enjoy what that whole answer was it's perfect yep Hey, what is CrossFit? Talk to me about it. There it is. There's your, there's your elevator pitch. The what and the why. That's it. That's it. Oh, oh, we got a girl's chat in here. Got to take that out. <laughs> All right. Oh, Eric, are you in? Is that 12? Uh... I believe that's 12. All right, 12. This is our final question of the Nikki, day. Yeah. Nikki? Uh, well, no, I got Nikki. Got yeah, Nikki was 11. Okay. Eric is 12. All right, 12. Right. Now, with this answer, what he did was he took elements of certain sports that had not just dominant qualities in certain areas, but... Sports that like he didn't take the the Ironman athlete. 
he took athletes where their specificity spans a broader range of skill sets, the gymnast, the weightlifter, and the sprinter. And on the sprinter side, which I really enjoyed because we've talked about this before, is you say sprinter, but you said aerobic capacity. It's like anaerobic training supports aerobic capacity. Aerobic training does not support anaerobic capacity. That's the flow chart that you need, which is why he picked the sprinter over the distance runner. Yeah. You can get you can get that cardio endurance by going all out as hard as you can at those high blasts, intense, you know, uh, those short intervals, uh, it, those short intervals. Mm-hmm. But you can't go long, slow endurance and build high explosive sprinting power and speed. You, you can't. It, the The curve only goes one way. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that, and I think I've told the story before, like when I was training for the marathon. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. thought I was going to be all great. You know, I, I ran the – when I got hired on for fire, we had a treadmill test, and I was doing, like, stair runs and deep sand runs and sprints because I don't like to run long. It's boring to me. But then I did – and I, I ran the test out, but then I go when I'm specifically running. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing long, slow duration. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to kill this. And I got my ass <laughs> I'm handed the to best. me. I could run long, slow duration, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you you do not have the capacity to go to, to go above the intensity level that you are working with if you don't go above that intensity level. Mm-hmm. I can always go below, but I cannot go above. Yep. It's a trip. Oh, that's great. This is probably, I mean, we've had some awesome articles. It's cool to see coaches. uh, Oh, there we go. Another good one. It was cool to see coaches' answers from 20 years ago. That when we say OG and we look at the answers here, that is just the DNA, right? That is the genetic code inside our CrossFit DNA. These words. That's what this interview is. That last paragraph that we just read, that's it. That's the whole thing right there. And when you look at it, why gymnastics, weightlifting, and and sprinting, that that whole answer that he put in there just describes exactly the DNA that we have as CrossFitters. It's it's crazy because if if we talk about you know, the, the, the models of fitness and you're, you're looking at the 10 physical traits and mm-hmm. you look at all, you, you can see all of these different things that all go into that, but he just very simply explained it. And that's one of the things, that's the thing. Well, it's one of the things. It's the way that coach would explain these very, I mean, they're complicated processes. They're complicated ideas and complicated things that that the exercise physiology and kinesiology and athletics and coaches have dealt with for a long time. And he makes it, he explains it very simply. Not that he is leaving anything out, but it's very eloquent and it's very quick and easy to understand. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with listening to him talk. Yep. The way he would say things, I'm like, God, I just, yes. I wish I, I could articulate awesome. anything I try to describe to anybody as well as he did and does. Oh, man. He was so, it was so cool and calm and collected. He did, he never felt, it didn't matter what he was faced with. He could very easily explain in a way that anyone could get it. 
Mm-hmm. He wasn't dumbing it down, but it's like it was like you're, he, he would explain it just like that: a gymnast, a weightlifter, and a sprinter. Yep. And if you look at those three characters, if he stretches out, just like you were talking about the 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 breadth of of the benefits of each of those three people, it covers the ten physical traits. Yes, exactly. It covers them. That's what's so crazy: the physical traits, the metabolic pathways. Yes, that's it, what I mean. His all those things are wrapped into this tiny three par three paragraph yeah. little art little thing. It, it, everything that we've really based this entire podcast off of is in that paragraph. Yes, I know. It's really cool. This is really it's cool. Such, it's 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 way more it's way more brilliant than I think most really understand or give it credit. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I dug about what Coach did with fitness and health i mean that that was what i mean i've been an athlete my whole life man Mm -hmm. my whole life been around sports forever and training and lifting and all that stuff forever and this was a light bulb like when i first got into this stuff this light bulb when it popped off it was like shit well there's where i'm going yep done i abandoned everything done 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 to that yep i love it well, thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. The next article we have on the docket is called The Odd Lifts. The nice. Odd Lifts, which is, I oh, gosh, this is getting better and better. We, uh, we really appreciate you guys joining us today. We love all you guys signing up for the Open while we were doing it. We bullied Bill into signing up for the Open three months prior than he ever has in his entire life, which I think is the biggest win of this entire podcast today. We love you guys for joining us. Thank you so much, and... Go reread that paragraph one more time of the who, what, why, and who we are as far as CrossFitters are concerned. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. See you next week.